Hey everybody, it's Jeanette. And Megan. And before Halloween, we did an episode about Gabby Petito. And while I was researching about the Gabby Petito case, I found out some shit that was crazy to me. And I brought this up to Megan the other day. Do you remember me telling you that when they were searching for Gabby Petito, they found nine other bodies? Yes, dude. So I've been thinking about that. I did no research, but (laughs) I've been thinking about it and how fucking crazy that is. Yeah, it's crazy. Gabby was eventually found in Wyoming in the Grand Teton National Park, but they had been traveling like all over the country. So many people were looking in those other areas that they were in and were finding other bodies. Okay, so my question is, they didn't find all these missing people at the same park. They found them like while they were looking for her in other places because I thought that they were all found at the same park. A man named Robert Lowry was found in the Grand Teton National Park actually nearby where Gabby was found, but his death was ruled a suicide. So, the other people that were found include Lauren Cho, she was found in Yucca Valley, uh, Sarah Bayard, she was found in El Paso County, Colorado, where Gabby and Brian had been visiting. Mm-hmm. They found um, Joshua Cauldron. He was stabbed to death and left along the Appalachian Trail in North Carolina. They found Mia. That's horrible. They found Mia Marcano, who was found in Orlando, because I guess they were looking in Orlando, too. Because Brian had returned to Florida without Gabby. So they were thinking maybe we need to look in Florida too. They found Kyleen Schultz and Crystal Turner who were shot and killed at their campsite outside of Moab, Utah. And I would eventually like to talk about all of these cases. These sound like horrible, horrible deaths. Yeah, they're not accidents. It's not like they were hiking or attacked by, like, an animal or anything. This was, like, human-on-human bullshit interaction. Like, I swear, people are the worst species (laughs) on the Earth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, I would like to look further into these people. Yeah, but the um, one I wanted to talk about today was Emily Fralazzo, who was found during the search. She was only 22 years old. She looks like a little tiny, petite, blonde girl. Really cute. Um, I stalked her Facebook, but it's like private, so I couldn't really see too much. But I found out that she was a licensed nursing assistant in Vermont and that her and her husband had moved to New Hampshire. Almost all of her photos were of her and her husband. Like you could tell she was just like, in love and obsessed with her husband. And her husband's name was Joseph Ferlazzo, and he was 41. What if her husband was actually really jealous? Mm-hmm. So she only posted pictures of like those two. So it's basically like, oh, look, I have a man. Well, it's funny that you said that. Just a that thought. Just because <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to get to something that might have to do with what you're saying. Oh, I could be the FBI. Yeah, you could. So he was 41 and she's 22. So they're almost, what, 20? 20 years older 
20, yeah. What? 19 years apart. 19 years. Did you say 42 and 21? 22 and 41. Yeah, so it's 19 years. That threw my math off. <laughs> so they were 19 years apart. Okay. Joseph, Joseph worked as a tattoo artist, and one of his neighbors described him as, like, being really quiet. Um, he seemed to, I don't know if she's just, Emily's just really short, or if he's just really tall, or if she's average height and he's really tall, but either way, he's much bigger than her. Like, very, very tall. She looks very tiny compared to him. Okay. But yeah, he looks really tall, fit, he has dark hair. And the two had been married for a year, and to celebrate their wedding anniversary, they were off traveling in their renovated bus. This was kind of like a short bus that Joseph had spent a year renovating. He, like, painted the outside white, and then on the inside, he, like, stripped out all the bus seats and turned it into, like, an RV camper type thing. That's so cool. Like, yeah. I see pictures of those types of um, RVs, mm-hmm. but they turn out so awesome. Yeah, it would be a fun project for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, husband is kind of an introvert, mm-hmm. tattoo artist, mm-hmm. and he renovated this short bus. Yeah, and I would think that Emily was more of an extrovert because I found a video of her on her Facebook and she was singing in a talent contest. So I feel like she would be more the extrovert. Maybe he's the more introvert. Who knows? I don't know. So they're on their anniversary. They're traveling in their camper bus. And what do you know? Joseph returns home from their anniversary trip without Emily. Does this sound familiar? Weird. Yeah. Weird. Who the fuck returns without their spouse? That does not happen. Brian Laundry. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. So when he returned, he parked his camper at his friend's house, and when family asked about Emily, he claimed that they got into a fight, and Emily decided she was just going to Uber home. Oh, yeah. Uber home from that far of a distance. Yeah, they went far. Yeah, I don't think so, Miss Ma'am. It'd be cheaper to buy a plane ticket. It'd be cheaper to buy a plane ticket and fly home and Uber from the airport to the house. Absolutely. Somebody didn't think it through. Or she would call her family. That, too. Something. That, too. So, obviously, Emily's mother was very suspicious because she was aware of previous instances of domestic violence in their marriage. Like what you were saying, I feel like with the Facebook posts, like she's just posting about him probably because he's a jealous person, one would think. And then now the mom's saying that he has hit her and bruised her in the past. Mm-hmm. So, the mom never really liked Call Joseph. It. Yep. Mom never really yeah, liked Joseph. Yeah, because he probably treats her daughter like poop. Yeah, no one wants their child to be... No one wants anyone to be treated like poop. Why can't we all just but treat each other nicely? But especially a parent. Like, a parent yeah. does not want their child being treated like crap. Exactly. Like, a parent 
feels that their child is like way up here. And they deserve the best. You? Yeah, yeah, and how dare you fucking be a dickhole? Especially since you said that um, she's tiny. Yeah, she looks. And really her tiny. husband's Giant taller worm. and bigger, mm-hmm. and you said fit like that. Yeah, he was not chubby, or he didn't have a belly or anything for being forty-two. Like, I feel like right. he looked pretty and, fit. Um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing or anything, but if a domestic dispute is happening that's a bad thing yeah yeah and her her mom emily's mom said that she felt that joseph had evil eyes so that was like another note that she my mom has said that about somebody before really it wasn't Mm -hmm. me was it no my parents are obsessed with you good (laughs) But yeah, I had a crazy psycho boyfriend in high school. Yeah. And my mom used to take me shopping. And I found out she was taking me shopping, even though they couldn't fully afford it. She was taking me shopping so I would not be with him. Because she didn't like his eyes. Yeah. She said he had shifty eyes. He was evil. He had evil looking eyes. And come to find out, he's sitting in jail. Ooh, Mama's right. Because he did something evil. What did he do? You have to finish the story. He's sitting in jail for burglary and sales of crack cocaine. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. It's not like super, it's not like murdering somebody. Yeah. But, like, still, fuck you. (laughs) So, here are some similarities I want to point out real quick. That I was starting to see between, like, Gabby and Brian's case and Joseph and Emily's case. Gabby and Brian were living in a small van. Emily and Joseph were traveling in their small bus. Brian and Gabby were arguing. Emily and Joseph were arguing. Okay, so Brian returned home without his girlfriend and claimed she was hitchhiking. Joseph returned home without his wife and claimed she was Ubering. Gabby was reported missing by her family. Emily was reported by missing by her family. Like, to me, I feel like there's so many similarities in these two cases. It's shocking. The similarities are just really crazy. Yeah. So, because Emily is missing, the police obviously start talking to the husband. They're like, hey, yo, Joseph, what's going on? Joseph claimed that they were arguing and his wife was hitting him and kicking him in the dick. And that pissed him off. Okay, yeah. But they didn't really say what they were arguing about. That's not that I could find. him in the dick. Yeah. He claims that he was being assaulted in his dick. Like, she was taking it out on his dick. And honestly, in the news it said groin area, but I changed it to dick because that's to what dick. it is. So after Emily and him got in their fight and she assaulted him, this is his story now. This is just what yeah, he right, said. Yeah, right, right. This is his side. His yeah. Side. Emily went to go lie down and go to sleep. Like the fight's over. She's going to go to bed. Well, and at, it, he said after about 10 minutes, he decided to go get his Glock 19, jump on top of her and shoot her two times in the head. Oh, he fucking admitted to it? Yeah, he admitted to it. He said, this is what happened. She kicked me. We were in a fight. She's kicking my dick. 
I got pissed, fight settled down, but then 10 minutes later, I don't know what happened. I just decided to go get my gun and kill her. No like, way. No fucking way. No mm-hmm. fucking way that they had this intense fight and she laid down and 10 minutes later, she's asleep. You know, your heart's racing. That's true. Oh my God, Megan. That's a really good point. Your fucking heart is racing. Yeah, and you got, you're like replaying the argument in your head. and All the things you should have said, all the mm-hmm. things you want to say, fuck off. That's a lie. That's a yeah. fucking lie. But, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because he's, he is fucking admitted to it. Like, what does it matter what, what the reasoning was? Whatever the reasoning is, it is not good enough to murder your husband or wife. Like, right. it's not acceptable. Yeah. Well, he said after he shot her, he wrapped her head in trash bags because I guess it was a messy Messy. situation. And he put her body in the bathroom. And then, Megan, I have a question. Do you want to know what he did next? What did he do next? If you had to guess something, just what would you, what would we do next? All right. Okay. Kill my spouse in the head. Right? In the head? Wrapped in trash bags, yep. Wrapped in trash bags. Put them in the bathroom. to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Now what? I don't know. I've never been in this situation. Maybe, um... I hope This not. is a weird question. Um, maybe... Okay. Maybe figure out, like, where I'm going to bury this body. No. That's not what he did. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know. That's all I got right now. He decided that he was really hungry... And he was going to go no out to fucking, breakfast. No fucking way. He's going to go out to breakfast with his sister and her boyfriend. You know, just take a break. Go to breakfast with your sister and her boyfriend. And I'm wondering, like, did the sister not wonder, where's Emily? Yeah, where's Emily? Is Joseph acting weird at breakfast? Another thing. If... He killed her, wrapped her head, and put her in the shower. If he was on top of her and he shot her in the head, he would have had blood splatter. He would have had shit on him. He's too close in contact, right? Yeah. So wouldn't he have to take a shower? Wouldn't he have to clean off? Probably. Or maybe. Maybe he wiped down. I don't know. I think he's a fucking liar. This This is not the truth. Yeah, this case is still ongoing, so... A lot. Not, there's still more things to be worked out and figured out. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> so after breakfast with his sister and her boyfriend, he came back to the camper and he got a handsaw and he started dismembering his wife. Ugh, gross. Fucking gross. He cut off her feet, her legs, her arms, and her head. And put each of her parts in a different trash bag. He had eight trash bags in total. What a horrible fucking story. I know. But this is fucking nuts. Yeah, it is. So, since he admitted to all of this, the police obviously went to go check the camper. And they found her in the camper still, in the bags, in the bathroom. He didn't even fucking just... He did all that fucking work. He did all that work. And then he was still keeping her in the camper instead of letting her loose? 
Where's the yes. camper? Where was the camper? Parked at the friend's house. Still parked at the friend's house. Yeah. Not Girl, me pouring more wine. This shit is gets crazier. Okay. No. Just, yes. Okay, so he is currently charged with first degree murder, and he could face up to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Although he confessed, he has pleaded not guilty to these charges, and he is currently sitting in a jail in Vermont and waiting trial. I'm sorry, the math just isn't adding up. Uh, two plus know... two is negative four, Megan. I know, I'm really fucking bad at math, even simple math. <laughs> but, um... I'm guessing he's going to say, oh, it was self-defense, or oh, I was crazy. Like, he's going to plead, like, that he was, it was insane or something. self-defense against this really tiny, petite girl. Yeah, so I'm curious what his defense is going to be for his non-guilty plea, because that blows my mind that you can admit to all that. They have, obviously, an astronomical amount of evidence against him. And you're going to say you're not guilty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fact that she's fucking found a, found in his or their Camper. bus or whatever. And she's fucking in bags. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That wasn't me, officer. That must have been some crazy person. But wait. No. There's more. Girl. Oh, dude. When I was researching this, I thought this couldn't get any freaking crazier and it did when i was researching emily's story i got sucked down this rabbit hole because i was like one story found another story found another yeah. story and i'm like what's happening here so as of this week they are also questioning joseph about a 2009 murder of his stepmother so joseph would have been 29 in 2009 Joseph's stepmother's name is Young Hee Lim Fralazzo, and she was found stabbed to death in her home, and her case still remains unsolved. They have not solved her case, um, so there's some really fishy shit going on. First off, his father, whose name is Joseph, so it's Joseph Sr., so there's Joseph Jr. and Joseph Sr. So Joseph Sr. owned a massage parlor, and the women were there, the women at the massage parlor were arrested for prostitution. You know what I mean? Massaging. <laughs> happy, happy ending. Yes, they had a happy ending massage parlor. And one of the women that was arrested was actually related to his wife. The father's wife's sister was... I don't it's not her sister it was just a relative it didn't say how they were related. okay it could have been a okay. cousin I don't know anywho he's okay. the owner his wife's the owner the wife's family is working there she's working her hardest overtime 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 so this massage parlor that Joseph senior owned was raided and the police shut it down and they arrested a couple of people. 
So the father, Joseph Sr., claimed that he had no idea this was happening in his business, and he tried really hard to get his license back, but he was denied. The The county said no. How do you sorry. not fucking know that shit's going on? You spend not enough time at your business to not know that handy dandies are being fucking handed out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, business is good, so I guess he just didn't need to go there. You guys got this. You know what you're doing. Yeah, you don't need me. <laughs> so he loses mm -hmm. his business. He is he loses his his means of life. Like that's your business. Right. So anywho, Joseph Sr. claims that he came home from the grocery store after midnight and discovered the body of his wife, young. And I was like, who the fuck goes grocery shopping at midnight? First off, men. Who the fuck goes grocery shopping at midnight? No one. No one. No fucking one. no one. No one goes grocery shopping at midnight. And not a man. Yeah, <laughs> men don't. I mean, my man likes to grocery shop, but I feel like that's not. Most men don't like to go grocery shopping. My man hates grocery shopping, and it doesn't matter what time of day it is or what day it is, period. Like, yeah. not happening. Not fucking happening. Liar. Liar! So Sorry. that, I don't believe that at all. Um, but anywho, there are no suspects in Young's murder case. So there's no murder yeah, weapon. I bet she was a fabulous woman who had no enemies that would murder her. <laughs> yeah, there was no murder weapon, no nothing. And the case is cold. It's been cold since, you know, 2009. And Emily's death has resurfaced uh, Young's case, too. Because they're putting the pieces together. Like, okay, you killed Emily father's business was shut down now all of a sudden his wife's dead they're just like making these connections and it's shining light on young's case again so they're looking into and questioning joseph about his stepmother's case since maybe now he'll want to talk about it they don't know you know obviously they're not saying he did it they just he, they're questioning him at this point but it could be the dad, it could be Joseph, or it could just be some random total stranger. Oh. I don't know much about Young's case. I tried to do some research and I didn't get very far. Because there's probably not much about it. Yeah, like, you know, some of these cases get national news and coverage every single day, like Gabby's case. And some of these new cases you hardly ever hear about. It's not really fair, but that's... No, it's not. That's the way it is, unfortunately. I feel like all murder cases should be equally as important, but for some reason, depending on the case, some people focus in on others more than others. Uh, so many people get murdered every single day. Yeah, it's awful. So if that was the news, that would be all we heard about, is who's been murdered. So I get that not everybody's case mm -hmm. could be national news. Mm -hmm. Maybe there could be something like a column that would discuss all those things, you know? But yeah, yeah I would be curious to know what goes before national news and what doesn't. Because sometimes, I don't know, sometimes crazy murders happen and no light is shed on them and you have no idea about them. Gabby and Brian's case was so similar to Emily and um, Joseph's 
And I feel like Emily and Joseph was almost even, well, I can't even say that. Crazier. Yeah. Crazier. It just seems like a little, they're both crazy. I don't feel right saying one's crazier than the other, but for some reason, Gabby's right. case Sorry. got like way more attention than Emily's, even though they were so similar. So that kind of was weird. So I wanted to end this by just reminding everyone, guys and girls of all ages, like if you're experiencing domestic violence, get help. Like no one should be hurting you. Your life could be in danger. Um, your family's lives could be in danger. And if you need a resource, you can hop online and go to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. It's called thehotline.org. Or you can text them. There's a web chat. There's a um, hotline. It's 1-800-799-7233. Get help. Like, get away from this person. Like, no one should be hurting you. And I understand if you're in a be an abusive relationship and they are keeping you from your loved ones or your friends or making sure that you don't make connections, but have one person, one person in your life that you can trust. Right. You can tell everything to mm -hmm. and have that person in your plan. Like if somebody hits you or abuses you once, they're going to do it again. And That's it's not, not going to stop. That's not an accident. No. First time it happens, start making your plan. I know it's hard, but do it. Make your plan. Yeah, set your boundaries, make your plan, have a support system, and yeah. find help if you need it. I'll put the link below or in the um, podcast description yeah. and the phone number. If, if you or anyone else you know think, you think might need it. Because I've definitely yeah. known people before and you can offer them help and they still might not take it, but you can try. I don't know if this, I don't know if this helps or not, but I've been in a situation where I had to leave and if you message me, I can tell you the things that I did that helped me. Don't know if it's going to help you. Don't know if you care. I will let you know the things that helped me and the steps that I made in order to make my exit plan. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you for covering this case, Jeanette. This is very interesting and informative, and I'm glad that some light was shed on it. Yeah, you're welcome. And keep us updated. Give us yeah, an update. I will, and I would like to cover some of these other cases. Next. Absolutely. You know, like, if all these nine people were found and they didn't get any attention, I mean, our little teeny tiny podcast at least can try to help yeah. their case, you know shed light maybe, on other victims maybe we can dedicate just the next nine weeks to as much information as we can find about these other people yeah let's do it okay we'll do it okay well thanks okay. for listening like and subscribe if you want to hear more let us know what what are your thoughts on this case like have you heard of this yeah yeah Let's yeah see. okay I love you, bye. Love you, bye.